What's up everyone? This is Sam Antini from The Puck Stops here. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If it's your first time, thank you. If you're a avid listener as well, thank you. I very much appreciate that. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about uh, poke checks and why you should use it, when you should use it, how you should do it. It was a great question I got on my recent video and I think I'm going to do more of these where I'm going to ask you guys to ask me a question and then I'm going to go deep on explaining it or answering it on the podcast. This way here I could just riff and just go off and not have to worry about it being like a long, super long video or anything like that. And if it's a really good question, let me know um, or answer or if you just want a little bit more detail because for the website that I'm building for you guys, I will make sure to include videos that go over certain things like this, like a poke check. Like I'll break it down, I'll show video footage of me doing it and explaining why I chose to do it, but I'll also show you all the times that I did it improperly and ended up getting scored on. So let's just jump right into it. So when it comes to a poke check, you really gotta think about what is the purpose. And in my mind, there's only one purpose to, like, to use a poke check, and that's legitimately to stop the player from being able to deke around you and put the puck in the back of the net. You want to surprise him by poke checking, which he didn't what like which they weren't going to expect to happen, and it might cause them to fumble the puck. You might actually stop the puck, you know, by poke checking it. But ultimately, you got to keep in mind a few things when you're going to do it. The first one is you do not want to give away that you're going to be doing a poke check by putting your hand at the top of the stick before actually throwing the stick forward to go for the poke check. That's a dead giveaway that, oh, this goalie's holding the top of his stick where the like the knob is, he's about to poke check me, I'm gonna be prepared to deke around that or to shoot the puck because then your hand is out of position, your stick's out of position, and you're not gonna be able to probably stop that puck on your blocker or like five hole. So don't make the move too early. The next thing that you wanna make sure you do is not to, kind of like don't doing it too early, but make sure the player is within your stick length away before doing it. There's been times where I've done it, and I guarantee other goalies have done it too, where you go for the poke check, but they're actually too far away, and it's easy for them to read that you're doing the poke check, or for them to adjust and deke around that poke check, or again to shoot that puck well, you're now out of position. Because two things to keep in mind. Yes, if your hand is at the top, of, like by the knob, now it's harder to stop five hole and blocker. But if you actually extend, you're literally risking the full blocker side of your net because you're dropping your hand down low so you can extend that stick to hopefully poke check that puck away. So you gotta be careful because a really good player will notice that and then they will shoot blocker side and they will burn you. And that's happened to me many times because I either gave away that I was about to do a poke check or I went for the poke check before they were close enough, which then opened up that side of the net. And then another thing to keep in mind when you're doing the poke check is recovering your stick. And that doesn't mean that like, oh, you dropped it. I mean, once you go for the poke check, you need to be ready, like kind of like a spring to pull back on the stick and then to let it slide let your hand slide back to the paddle now it's a little hard to explain that over um, like audio but I hope you understand what I mean like the whole point is you want to poke check quickly but then you want to get your stick back in the normal position for where you hold it when you're in your stance and that's because if you poke it 
that's great, but that doesn't mean you covered up the puck. So you gotta be ready for that rebound, you know, or you gotta be ready to go and play the puck. Whatever it is, you wanna make sure your stick is in the right position um, at all times. So hopefully that helps a little bit. Now, another thing when it comes to poke checks that I know I do it a lot, and I know that sometimes it might be overused, and that's when I get burnt or something like that, and then players start expecting it if I do it too much in one game. So what I would really um, advise you to do is, if you're in the stage of you're not really the greatest at poke checking, then yes, I want you to practice a lot, more than probably what you're comfortable with, and I know that you're probably going to get beat a few times, and that's not the point of being a goalie, um, to get beat but it's necessary to learn and to be able to figure out the timing behind the poke check. Especially nowadays with new sticks that have like that built-in grip on the actual paddle where you're holding it, like where the, the shaft meets the paddle, it's gonna make it a little bit more difficult for you to actually like pull your hand off of the stick or I guess to slide it up the shaft to the knob to be able to actually make that poke checking stop. Um, and the only advice I have is if you know you're gonna do a poke check, try to do your best to loosen your grip as, e like, as much as possible, but just enough that you still have control over your paddle. But in that moment, you just gotta realize, like, I'm going for this, don't hesitate and go for it. And then you'll, you'll be able to react a little bit faster to making that poke check safe. Because that's the worst thing, and I, I've done it too, where even if it's not a poke check, it's actually like going after the puck, which, which is like dumped in on me, but I, like, I wanna get it before the other player who's coming down uh, on me wants to get it, but it's like a race, but then I hesitate. I'm like, oh no, he's too fast, I won't get it. And then I'm like, no, I'm gonna get it, and that hesitation causes me to now be like two seconds slower, and they end up getting the puck and beating me. So the one thing with poke checks as well is don't hesitate. Make sure, like, if this is what you wanna do, don't think about it and just react, you know? Just do it, don't look back, because that's the only way that you're gonna be able to do it successfully is just by trusting your instincts, making sure you time it um, properly. And what I look at is a couple things. If the, player is the, if the player is coming towards me and I know I'm gonna poke check them, it's not something that I initially think once they cross the blue line, I'm going for a poke check. There's a few things that make me feel like, okay, this is the right time to poke check. It's always an idea. Um, but the way I look at it and the way I decide whether or not I should poke check is, is the player's head up? If the player's head is up, I'm less likely to poke check because that means they're either getting ready to shoot or he's watching me to see what I'm about to do, which means that a poke check will give away or me preparing to do a poke check will give away that I'm gonna do a poke check which will allow him again to shoot or deke and adjust accordingly. So if his head is up, I try not to go for the poke check. If the puck is on his forehand and he doesn't seem like he's doing a lot of moves, sometimes players will come in and they'll stick handle a lot. Those are the people that I wanna poke check. The people who are not doing a lot of stick handling, I will not poke check because again, they're in a ready position to shoot or to make one quick move and then deke me. So for somebody, especially with their head up, puck on forehand, or yeah, puck on their forehand, I'm probably just gonna react to the shot or the deke rather than trying a poke check. Now, the best way to find the most success, in my opinion, and based on my experience, is 
by if the player's head is down, if they're stick handling, and if you've seen them throughout the game trying to do dekes. You don't want to poke check somebody who's going to shoot the puck because you'll have less of an opportunity to because you need them to be close enough. And if they're going to shoot the puck, they'll probably shoot from a little further back than where you would need them to be to poke check. So you want to look for a player who's deking pretty regularly. And also, if they're coming from an angle, if the person is coming to me straight on, I don't want to poke check unless or until they've shifted their position and now are on an angle. Because if the player is dead center coming down on me, then they have many, many options to go left, to go right, to go forehand, to go backhand, you know, and to deke and all this stuff and to shoot the puck. So you gotta make sure that you're gonna have the best chances at stopping that puck through a poke check. So if their head is down and they are deking and they're coming from your left side or your right side, then you know that you have more opportunity to make that poke checking save because they have less opportunity and net to shoot at. They also, the only deke they can make is trying to go across the ice. So you know, or across the crease, sorry. So you know that they're going to try to make a move to deke you and then put it on your the opposite side that you're on. So hopefully that makes sense and hopefully that helps you guys with your poke checking. Um, and I think, that's pretty much it when it comes to the like how I process whether or not I should do a poke check. But lastly, here's one more thing to keep in mind. If you do start poke checking more often and you fi you're finding success with it and you're finding yourself doing it pretty often throughout the same game, then here's a cool little tip that I like to do um, that sometimes works but sometimes it doesn't. So you gotta be careful about when doing this. But I like to do it because it keeps the players on their feet. If they know I'm a poke checking goalie, and then I do it quite often. When they're coming down on me and I can't really tell what they're about to do, I'll actually not move my hand on my stick, but I'll kind of jab my stick forward as if I'm about to do a poke check just to see how they react. Because if they react in a way like they're about to make a deke, then now I know that they're not prepared to shoot and in their mind they're thinking, what deke do I need to do? But if I do the little move, um, and then they get ready to shoot now I've forced them to shoot when they weren't ready to shoot So it's also a good little way to force them into doing something that they weren't planning on or wanting to do which will give you a little bit of a better um, Chance and advantage to stopping that puck because if you give them more time They'll have more time to think of a better idea or move to shoot or to score that puck on you. So um, Yeah, that's basically poke checking in a nutshell and lastly, I know I've said that probably a couple times right now, but um, another thing you can consider doing, and it might not necessarily be considered a poke check, but if the player is going to be doing a wraparound on you, or they're going behind the net, you, have may, you may have seen me do this many times, and I probably picked this up from Marc-Andre Fleury, is that if I'm on my left side, so my glove side, and I'm on my glove side post, and the player is coming from like the corner and going behind the net, but I can tell he's pretty close to the net in the sense that he wants to do a wraparound or he's trying to pass it out front. I actually go into a butterfly slide and get to the other post, but as I'm doing it, you've probably seen, I actually let go of my stick and I basically, like a poke check, let my hand slide up to where the knob is and I kind of like flick it like to my side to prevent any like 
uh, passes from behind the net to the front, as well as to poke check him and stop, stop him from doing a wraparound. Hopefully that makes sense. Again, I could show this with visuals if it's something that you're interested in on my website once I do launch that, hopefully by the end of this month. Um, and that will give you a better idea of like how else you can utilize your stick. And at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to is utilizing all the tools you have because if you're not using your stick to stop the puck or to poke check, you know, or to force players to do things, then realistically there is no purpose for you to have a stick. Like it's such a useful tool that I think a lot of goalies are forgetting to practice. And I think I'm just happy that I grew up in a time frame where I saw a lot of goalies using the poke check. So it was a natural thing for me to do um, and to pick up on and to learn. So anyways guys, that's it. That's everything I have to say about poke checking. If you found this video, or sorry, if you found this podcast helpful, let me know if you would love me to make a video um, about the mechanics behind poke checking and how to do it and to break down like the timing behind it. Uh, let me know and that's something I'll definitely include in my uh, website, the uh, tpshgoalie.com once I launch that membership. So thank you guys so much for listening. I truly do appreciate